You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. We were just talking because we, we ran this intro and the intro, the computer just freezed up on us and it just stopped working. Don't know what that was about. Uh, I don't know if the computer updated itself or not, but we are back. So, uh, yeah, that's a little weird how that happened to you, but like nothing, nothing else, you know, we're back here. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. This is, of course, the Beyond Swanky Podcast. I'm your host, KLB Kennedy Lucas. Happy Tuesday, Atlanta. Hopefully, you guys are ready for another exciting podcast here today as much as I am, simply because we've got a lot of things that we've got to talk about this on this spectacular podcast. Now, if you guys don't know about this podcast, this podcast is not like KLP uh, Aftermath, the Beyond Swanky Podcast is a podcast to which we kind of go unfiltered a little bit, right? We, we go a little bit unfiltered when it comes to uh, one of the things when it comes to podcasting. We don't do, you know, the cameras, first of all. We don't do the cameras because it's after hours sometimes when we are recording this podcast. So the Beyond Swinky Podcast is a podcast to where we uh, go a little bit unfiltered, if you will. We, we like to be a little bit unfiltered uh, when it comes down to some of our shows because it brings out an edginess of this podcast and i'm excited now before we get to that we got coco back into the studio hey coco yay he is back into the studio i'm excited because he has another exciting topic that we're going to talk about here on tonight's show for tuesday and i'm very very excited for that we've got t he's here monica she's here addison is always here addison's a huge support with us we saw beatrice gamma today you know if you guys missed it uh she did well today but by the time you seen it it would have been yesterday but we did uh a metroid uh prime remastered review she did her full take on that for snn and of course at the end of this podcast i'm gonna do a formal review as well so this podcast might be long which is great because i love podcasting for you guys now before we get to that, and Coco, I know you're eager to talk about your topics today. We've got a sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, today's podcast, the Beyond uh, Swanky Podcast with your host, Kelby Kennedy Lucas, was brought to you by Yaya's Fresh and Organic Juices. Get this, guys. You guys can get 10% off orders over $10. Again, that's 10% off orders over ten dollars so if you want to go there and you buy organic juices or you're going to spend over the ten dollar mark then you can get ten percent off that is a crunch snailville perk as you guys know i'm a crunch member i love going to the gym i actually went back to the gym on sunday t believe it or not guys i did it was hard because it was the first workout that i've done coming back from new york city it's been a little hard this workout was a little hard t but again if you're looking for something juicy to drink of course it's yaya's fresh organic juices you guys can follow her instagram right now that's uh uh, uh it's y fan joe D- fan fan doge I-, I probably butchered that but i'm gonna spell her username is y 
Y-F-A-N-D-O-J. Again, that's Y-F-A-N-D-O-J. Of course, it's got y'all's fresh organic, uh, uh, fresh and organic juice. Of course, mobile juice bar, cold pressure juice, cold presser, pressure juice. Mm. And she also has a website. Go up there. You guys can get your orders again. That's www.y. And I'm just spelling it so that way you guys don't misspell it. www.yfandoj.com. Again, get your first 10% off or for orders over $10. Again, Coco, good to have you back, man. What is your topic today on this spectacular podcast? Nobody wants to be your friend. Nobody wants to be with you romantically. Nobody wants to have sex with you. Your family, they don't like speaking to you. Nobody wants to confide in you. Nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody even wants to hang out with you. Nobody even wants to go to parties or to clubs with you. Nobody even wants to do them things. So, you know, it's funny. You said you were going to intro your segment like this, but I honestly thought you were talking like at me. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Uh, but that's how he sets up his his uh, his script, guys. So he's not talking to nobody in particular. That's how Coco lines up his segment. Um, we're talking about listening skills is based off what we've had here on our notes. And we're going to expand more about what we're talking about, guys, for sure. Go ahead, Coco. Do you listen? Do you? So I don't think you do. Listening is, in fact, in my opinion, a skill. It is a learned skill. Listening. It's very crucial. You've got to listen. And not the selective listening bullshit. Please don't don't selectively listen. You have to listen. Your friend comes to you. Family member just passed away. They're like, yo, like, really need that listening ear. Like, you can. And you're sitting there talking over them. You know, like instead of just listening. Sometimes people don't need that. Because that isn't listening. That means you're not hearing what they're saying. You know what I mean? Like, they just want that listening ear, bro. So listen. So listen. So I actually, Coco, I've had, um, I had it to where when I was younger, I would have, because what you just said, having people vent to you about a, a scenario, a problem that they, they're having. Back then, I didn't always listen, right? I would kind of over talked and talked about other things but as i got older i've learned to uh, i've learned to listen a lot right nowadays a lot of people talk to me and vent to me right you can almost say that i have been this guy where i, I try to play the counselor right not saying that i am a counselor but like everybody needs that one friend that just plays counselor and just listens and listens and listens to people's uh, ideas, they're good plans, they horrible plans, their venting moment, something that horrible that happened to them at work. I used to be that guy back in the day where I didn't listen. So now I listen, right? And sometimes I feel like I'm listening too much, right? 
I listen to a lot of people when they when they get kind of personal. And that's another thing too. And it, it really comes to the point where if you are listening to, let's say, a sibling, right? I have four siblings. I have two brothers, two sisters. And with them, I listen 100%, right? I want to hear all the good that got going on. If they got something horrible that happened, I want to be that brother that listens and, and really cope and really understand what's going on. But I've always been the way been in a scenario where I've had work colleagues talk, tell me too much, right? If you tell me too much, you're talking too much about your personal business, hey, I don't want to hear it, right? I don't want to hear it. I, you know, it's personal. I don't really know you that well. But I also have that set of coworkers to where, um, to where that they, they tell me some information that maybe they, they should have kept to their secret, but they they, they trust me in into it. So, I don't know. T, what you think? It is true, Kennedy, when it comes down to having too many people tell uh, tell you your information about what you got going on to the side. But I, I feel, because before coming and working for KLP Entertainment, I've had it to where maybe if somebody tells me something or, or they, they want to tell me something and I'm listening, um, it, I feel that it just kind of brings a more trustworthiness to it, right? We all have that, that certain someone or, or certain people that are talk, you're talk, they're talking to you and you're listening and you're really in awe. They want to keep going back to you and telling you things because... They know you're a good listener. They know that they can trust you with some of their things that we they talked about. And for me, when someone tells me something and they say, hey, it's a secret, then yes, I make sure that I keep it between me and that person. Because that's to me, is what's going to make me a very good active listener when I'm able to listen, cope, and really understand and I'm keeping them the secret and now they're trusting me with this trusted information because I have become that great listener. So listen, again, put myself in the situation. I'll put myself in it. I'm a I'm I'm an active listener. So meaning while you're speaking to me, I will give you reassurance that I am listening by you know saying, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. Oh, I see. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you know, like adding little like tidbits so that I, you know that I'm still there actively listening to what you're saying. But something that I used to do when I was uh, but a lad <laughs> is sit there and really try and, 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 and dissect and, and, and create a solution to something on the spot while they're telling me about it. Oh my God! So you 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 do that. You used to do that too. I used to do that a lot too because I feel, gosh, I feel like when I when I and I still kind of do that, and I do it with care, right? Because I feel like people know that if we're trying to come up with a solution to, let's say, if somebody's venting to you about something or they got a situation, and they're just telling me about it, 
I try to encourage and try to find solutions to to what whatever the situation is because it I feel that it just helps understand that I'm listening, right? I'm trying to be a good listener so that way um number one I'm try to be a good person, but I can try to find solutions because they know, okay, yeah, this guy, Kennedy, he's listening because he's trying to come up with different scenarios. So I, I used to do that, Coco, but I kind of do that to this day still. And the problem with that is not everybody needs that. See what I'm saying? Not everybody wants that. You know what? Maybe everyone needs that. <laughs> But not everybody wants that. That's that's more logical. Not everybody wants it. Sometimes, and most of the time, actually, I would say, people just want to be heard. People want to be listened to. So listen to them. Don't sit here and argue. Sometimes people just want to start arguing. No, no, no. Listen first. Listen. Because sometimes if you sit there and listen... Then, you know, a lot of questions that you may have can be answered. Now, again, asking questions is also okay. If you listen, you're like, you said this, I, I, can, you get, can you elaborate, you know? Do that. That actually is a part of listening, which is why listening is a skill. By getting that reassurance, by, by getting that extra assurance that you actually understand what they are saying to you. Because listening is hearing and understanding together. Hearing is just hearing. You can hear words. What are you absorbing from that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Um, I, I want to add on to it. I think it has... And not trying to get off topic, guys, but it kind of goes hand in hand, let's say, if you're in a relationship, right, where a lot of people want to talk to their significant others and they they're expecting their significant others to just listen. Right. One thing I do because I've, I've been in relationships now, it's, it's been a second <laughs> since I've been a relationship, been in a relationship. But one of the things I enjoy doing if my significant other if she wants to um, sit me down just to talk whether it's about her co-workers or her, her day or how she feels on things you know number one I'm always going to listen right I'm going to shut up and listen I want you to tell me I, I'm, I want you to tell me everything that you need to tell me before I start asking questions right because what you just mentioned where if somebody and I'm just using relationships as an example where if somebody is going in right and they're trying to tell you things you keep asking questions and you didn't and she can't finish her, her, her stories or finish what she's trying to talk about then it's get construed a little bit now people are kind of confused and you're not to your point Coco you're not absorbing the information that's been told to you because you're just hearing a lot of noise but then you're asking questions because you're just hearing it. You're not listening and absorbing. I've been in relationships to where back then I used to, I was guilty of that, right? Where I started asking questions and she couldn't even finish her story, right? Uh, my siblings, some of my siblings, especially my little brother, shout out to him. Sometimes he'd do that where 
<laughs> where I'm trying to explain, he started asking questions. I say, bro, let me let me finish this story, and then you can ask me a question because I, I'm trying to give you the full s- story, right? I also had work colleagues where I'm telling them something that's important. They start asking questions. Say, okay, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let let me finish. Then you can start asking questions. So I I feel that we as human beings we're just not. We're, we're quick to ask questions and not really get the full story. So relating back to my first example, when you get into that relationship, he or she, in my case, she will say, hey, I, w- I want to talk to you about something. I'm listening. But then it kind of got me in trouble because I remember one girl, she's like, Can you, are you even listening to me? I said, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I am, honey. I just want you to finish so I can start asking questions because if I don't understand, I'm going to tell you I ain't going to understand, right? But it's never good to say I don't understand if she didn't even finish her story. So it's funny. It's a funny dynamic. When you pro- when you combine hearing with understanding, now it becomes listening. Listened. I listened to what they said. This is what they said to me. I'm listening. I'm actively listening to what you're saying. Meaning you understand. Hearing someone is just hearing the words coming out of your mouth. No substance to it. Listening is hearing the words coming from their mouth and also absorbing it in a way to where you understand. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, and that's really, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's really what it's about. Gotta listen. Sometimes people be telling you things. Sitting there. Life away. And you don't, and you're, you're picking the things that you want to listen to. Not listening to the whole thing that they're saying. People could be going through it, you know. People could be trying to express great joy to you. You're not listening. Why aren't you listening? You gotta listen. Because this is the reason why you don't got no friends. This is probably the reason. Because you don't listen to them ever. You don't listen. This is why it's always got to be about you. You know what I mean? It's always got to relate about what you're doing. It's always got to circle back to what you've been up to. It's always got to, you know, it's just always got to circle back to you. And I'm really, you know, I'm really struggling to see, you know, why y'all think that, like, that's okay. Like, like, why you think that you don't have to listen? Why you think that you're somehow better than that? Like, you don't got to do them things. A lot of people sit here and they're like, yo, like, I don't got to do that. Yeah, it it is true. Um, A lot of people, they... They, they don't listen, right? I've had my fair share of, of colleagues and, and relationships and girlfriends. And, 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 you know, I've had people that just felt like they were too good, right? They felt like they were too good to listen. And for those old friends, old colleagues that felt like they didn't listen, obviously we're not friends anymore because, you know, I'm like that too, right? If I'm telling you something about my day or something I'm, I'm pissed off about or upset or happy about, you know, my expectation as a friend, yeah, listen, right? And I, and I, and I do that and, you know, what goes around comes around, you know, you want to re- have that 
same thing in the receiving end. So if you're wanting somebody to listen, then you have to listen when it's their turn to talk about whatever they need to talk about, right? Because it's good, right? It's good to get things off your chest, right? It's a lot of things that get balled up in our in our spirit. And sometimes we don't, if you don't go to therapy, because that's what really therapy is about. But if you don't go to therapy, then you look to your significant other. You look to your siblings. Now, and I'm not using my siblings because my every time I tell my siblings something, they listen. But for an example, if your siblings uh, are they're there to listen, right? Um, but it's just one of those things where a lot of people don't listen, right? They're so conceited, right? They're so um into their own thing where they don't want to hear what people are going through because it's all about them right and moving forward and we still got a long way to go with this and i'm sure a lot of people don't understand this but um it is true and that's something that we here in in our society we have to work on but honestly i don't think that would be something that it was going to be it's going to be worked on very soon because there are a lot of people that are very um, the word is narcissistic a little, right? That's that's the term word for it. But, you know, then that saying that, you know, it's all about them and what they got going on. They don't care about whatever anybody else got going on. So listening skills, active listening skills, it is a skill, right? And there's a lot of companies that are looking for people who know how to listen, right? A lot of companies do. So listening skills, comment below, guys. Let us know what you think on that certain topic. We're going to take a quick break because we got to switch up the mics. But when we come back, of course, we're going to talk about Riri and ASAP's latest British Vogue video. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show. Our stories from our studio to your ear. It's the Beyond Swanky podcast with your host, Kennedy Lucas on Swanky 93.3 radio station. The Heat 94.6 radio station. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Beyond Swanky podcast. Hopefully you guys like the little switcheroo we did, you know. We got a little bit of cocoa at the beginning of the show to give us a topic of conversation here today. Coco did really, really well. Thanks, Coco, as always, for your your devotion to our show. Um, you have been so far a key key member of our show. I know he's been missing in action, T, uh, because you know, at the beginning of the year he had things going on. He's a he ha- he has his own podcast show, so I can't hey, he's he's out here hustling. So but welcome back to uh, the Beyond Swanky Podcast, everyone. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the beginning of this segment um, as much as we did. Uh, active listening skills. That's one of the things that we all have to do it. Now, like I mentioned at the intro of our podcast here today, the Beyond Swanky Podcast is a podcast that we get a little bit juicy, right? We get a little bit juicy. And I wanted to talk about this topic here on today's or well, today's podcast because a lot of radio show hosts have been talking about Rihanna's and ASAP Rocky's British Vogue cover. Primarily, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. As always, I'm going to shout out Joe Budden and crew. Um, I'm always going to say I'm a huge fan of Joe Budden. I love his music, first of all. Um, I like his independence. I also like his music with Slaughterhouse. I know that's a touchy subject for for him because of what was going on with them. But I'm always going to be a huge fan of Slaughterhouse 
and in particular Joe Budden and Joe Budden Network. Um, they had an interesting topic for this um, for their show about the British Vogue cover, and I thought it was only fitting that I talk about this cover as well. So, guys, if you guys don't know, British Vogue, it's a market for Vogue, um, British edition, and there was a cover for that, of course, you've got Rihanna is in the front of the magazine cover. It's called, well, it's the title is Rihanna Reborn, and ASAP Rocky is in the back holding the baby. Now, a lot of people on Twitter have been saying a lot of stuff about this cover. A lot of people don't like this cover. Uh, and then this comes the question about, you know, is she the breadwinner? Is she the quote unquote man of the house? Of course, the Joe Button podcast, Ice and Ish and Joe and Melanie and, and Flip, Queen Flip and, and Parks, they did their take on this. And I wanted to give my take on our show, the Beyond Swanky podcast, because honestly, and I say this as a mid Gen Z, I'm kind of like, see, we're kind of like on the borderline of Gen Z and millennial, right? I'm 26, born in 1996. This year, scarcely for me to say, I'll be turning 27. So we're kind of on the cuffs of Gen Z, uh, Gen Z, but we're a little bit on that millennial kind of thing too, right? Born in 1996. So I got to say, I'm a bit of a new school when it comes down to breadwinner and man of the house and you know, I'm just kind of new generation. I'm new tradition with it. I, I believe in a man supporting his family, right? I'm a sole believer in that. I wouldn't like it if a woman emasculates me, right? I wouldn't like that, right? Because it would make me feel kind of uncomfortable. But I am not a fan of the breadwinner, the man of the house, because I'm an avid avic avic person when it comes to having 50 50 right honestly a lot of people got heated for this a lot of people say that this is emasculating asap rocky um a lot of people saying asap rocky's not a man because of this cover honestly if you look at it from an editorial standpoint this is what joe bud said if you look at it at an editorial standpoint let me read you the stats now, I'm not saying ASAP Rocky's a good rapper. Now, I like majority of his songs. I'm not going to say he's trash. He's amazing. But you guys got to look at it again from an editorial standpoint. She is worth a billion dollars from her Fenty line, right? Uh, her current song, Lift Me Up, hit with Marvel Studios. That's pretty big. And we just saw a performance of her at the Super Bowl. So if you're looking at it from an editorial standpoint, this makes the most sense, T. It does. Right? It's been a second since ASAP Rocky had a hit song. Not saying he's trash. That's not what I'm saying on the podcast. It's just been a minute. Because he's having two kids now. He is supporting his fiance, Soon to be wife. So you have to look at it from a marketing and an editorial standpoint. A lot of people are not looking at it that way. It's business. They showed up and Vogue said, we want Rihanna in front. 
They have to, and they're paying ASAP and Rihanna for the cover. So whatever that they tell them to do, posing wise, they have to do it. Regardless. So I don't think that this is emasculating ASAP Rocky. I think Vogue say we want Rihanna. That it is business, right? ASAP Rocky, I'm sure he doesn't care that much because he is still rich in his own right. Um, you look at the stats though, Rihanna's a billionaire. Now the question does become, oh, because of Rihanna making more money than ASAP Rocky, now she's the man of the house. She's the breadwinner. I disagree. I feel that and, and I don't know Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's predicament because I, obviously I don't live with him. But I'm sure that she doesn't emasculate ASAP Rocky. I'm sure of it. Right? I'm just a firm believer in 50-50. This is where the, the problem goes where, where emasculation comes where let's say let's say if I'm dating a, a, a woman obviously um, and let's just say that let's say she happens to make more than me would i feel difference if my girl made more money than me no honestly i would be very very proud that she's making a lot of money right i would be proud if she just says hey babe I... look it doesn't matter if i make more more money and i ain't gonna say it like that because if you if you if she said it like that then yeah that's kind of you know that's emasculating but if the facts is she made more money than me and i know that she makes more money than me i wouldn't sense no no form of jealousy here's where it's going to come down though t if and this is the problem with us gen z years millennial our our society in today's society this is the problem so i see I see it being a problem when she comes out. Yeah, my my dude, he broke. I make more money than him. He's sorry. His sorry ass can't even pay me out for dinner. I can get my own dinner. If she embarrasses me, emasculation, if she embarrasses me out in public, out on social media, out in the outlets, that's when it becomes a problem. Right? That part I can see. That part I can see from a man's point of view, I can see why men would feel some sort of way. When she comes out, again, because social media is very powerful, right? Social media in public where she is emasculating me out in public. Making me feel like a sorry, low-down, dirty dog because she might make more money than me. I That's the part I can see being the problem. And I think that's the problem where everybody's coming from, where people are, are feeling that type of way about this cover because they think that maybe she emasculates him out in public. I don't know. We don't live with Rihanna and ASAP and their babies. We don't know what's going on in their household. But I'm sure Rihanna's not doing that. Or so I've seen so far. I don't know. Right? So I just feel like we have to get into this, this era of... It's okay if your woman makes more money than you, right? I think it's the cutest thing because I saw this video on Facebook and Twitter to where, let's say, if a girl treated a guy out, this is what some, and this is what brilliant, some brilliant women do, amazing women do say, hey, I know you get paid, to, uh, let's say for an example, I know you get paid tomorrow, but I wanted to take you out to eat today. Here, when we're done, I'm going to just slide you my card and you're going to pay for it. 
use my card to pay for this food because we're out in public. I don't want them to say, hey, his his woman's paying his meal. What a sorry, broke-ass dude this guy is, you know? So I'm going to just slide you my card. It's going to have a name on it. I'm going to slide you my card. You sign for it, right? Because it doesn't seem, it seemed that you're taking me out. Women have done that. Now, a woman haven't done that to me because I work really hard. So every date that I've been on, okay, let me let me take that back to you because uh, I was about to say something that, that was a lie. I've been on dates that I thought was a date, but she, it wasn't really a date to her, and I ended up picking up her tab. Yes, when I'm out on a date, yes, I'm going to pay for, for food, right? I've never been, and trust me, guys, I've been broke before. Um, but as of late, I've been, you know, when I've been going on dates, no, I got it. No worries. <laughs> it's, it's really nothing. Let me just, let me just pay for it. Right. Not saying I'm big balling over here, but like, I've never had my, my girl pay for, for dinner. Right. Um, but I have been on dates before where if it's just not a date, but it's just friend hangout. Yeah. You gonna pay for your food. Oh, because we ain't fucking right. We, we, this is a friendly outing. So when it's a friendly free and I'm that type of dude, I'm sorry for all my women out there, because I'm probably going to get roasted for this for this part. But, you know, if it's not a date and if I ain't coming home and I ain't getting no nookie, yeah, you can pay for it. Right. Because I don't want no woman that's been gold digging. Right. And some women, and I'm not saying all women, definitely not saying that. But some women will try to trick us guys because we're such idiots. We're so dumb women are smart women some women i gotta rephrase that some women would try to trick you into being it being a date she gets real cute but it turns out it's just a friendly outing just to get a free meal that that has happened now not trying to be sexist on the podcast but that has happened to me (laughs) so i've been more careful about that but i've been on dates to where it could potentially lead to something of course, I'm going to pick up the tab. Now, the dates I've been on never really rolled into a relationship, a deep relationship. But the thought that counts that, hey, I ain't broke. I ain't no bum dude. I'm going to pay for dinner. If it's a friendly outing, yes, you're paying for your own dinner, right? And that's something we've done where if it's a group of friends just going out to, yeah, everybody's picking up their own tab, right? Because we ain't fucking, right? That's just one of the things we just, we're not getting it in. Yes, you're going to pay for your own food, right? I saw this thing on TikTok, and we'll move on. I saw this thing on TikTok where this woman recorded this dude, and he thought he was getting some. And if you guys know what I mean, hopefully I know, because YouTube has this monitor, and I cussed a lot already, but YouTube got this demonetization thing where I can't cuss too much. But this dude was trying to get some. And he found out he wasn't getting none. And, of course, he brought the he asked the waiter to bring two checks. And she recorded him and embarrassed him on social media. <laughs> so I would say, and this is the last segment I'm going to say, and I'm going to move on because I got to do, I want to talk about this game that came out. Um, But, guys, if you're taking somebody out, be sure if it's a date, it's a date. And if it's not a date, then you can go about your business that way. Never walk into always thinking that if you're taking a girl out, it's a date, right? Because it could just be a friendly outing. It could just be a, a girl or significant uh, or a friend that just want to hang out with you, 
without it being sexual right so that's my, my my two cents on that make sure it's a date if it's not a date don't be upset again guys don't be upset if it's not a date don't be upset still go out have a great time enjoy yourselves and if it's not a date it's not a date move on there's plenty of fish in the sea there's a lot of women or men if you swing that way for sure there's a lot of people out there in the universe right that one you wanted probably just wasn't the one for you but there's many 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 more so that we just got to get into that that role of you know not everything we got to date and have sexual relations with I, I you know it's just i don't know it's just one of those things that uh, our gener men in our generation we just want to date and just hit it and quit it i don't know comment below let me know what y'all think about that of course this is the beyond swanky podcast i'm your host kop kennedy lucas and always i like to give our again another shout out to yaya's fresh and organic juice uh juice uh juices excuse me our official sponsor for today's podcast the beyond swanky podcast as always guys with them you can get uh if you're shopping over ten dollars worth of organic and fresh juices you can get ten percent off excuse me that is a, a crunch uh, member perk as well so if you go to crunch you get that you get to advocate that as well now shout out to beatrice gamma she's a news anchor for klp entertainment she was in the office earlier today because we gave her full review of the metro prime metro prime remaster and i wanted to give you guys a little backstory about this now of course ign gave gave this game a 10 t I got to give it a 10 as well. Because um, I remember when I was five years old when this game came out for Nintendo GameCube. When I was five, I did not know anything about first person shooters, right? When I was five, I couldn't play Call of Duty because I was too young. When I was five, I was playing Sonic Riders. I was playing Mario Party, Mario Kart Double Dash. We did play wrestling, though. Um, those were the type, the platformer cartoony games are the games that I played at five and six, right? I couldn't play Call of Duty, Battlefield, uh, Resident Evil. I couldn't play none of those games when I was five and six years old. So Metroid Prime came out for GameCube when I was I gotta say five and six and I didn't I didn't know how to play right and I remember my big brother Alex shout out to him he played it but I can tell that first person shooters really wasn't his thing it was the cartoony platformers or Madden in wrestling for him right he had it it was a free demo it was a free uh, game for the GameCube when he got his he really wasn't rocking with it but oh my god T so I ended up buying the game, the remaster for Nintendo Switch yesterday. Oh my God, I missed out because that game is so freaking fun. I felt so good playing this game because it's not hard. It's not jump scare. It's Samus, right? It's Metroid from, from Nintendo. So it's not that scary, right? It's you're in Samus's suit. It's a first person shooter. You're going through the planet. You're exploring, right? When I played it yesterday on Switch, the remastered version, in my mind, I said, my gosh, I missed out on this, right? Because at five, I didn't know about this. But as I grew older, and obviously now I play Call of Duty and Battlefield and and um, what's another shooter? Uh, Halo, right? 
I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert gamer, but I I know what I'm doing, right? So when I played this game, like damn, I remember when this game came out, and I didn't know how to play. And now that I've been a more an experienced gamer, I know exactly what to do. So this game is re- is really really fun. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad I picked it up. Forty dollars is not bad for for this type of game. Um, a lot of reviews came out with it. A lot of people gave this game such a great review. The remaster version, they remastered it. The graphics, the frame rate, the the shooting style. Because I remember people were saying it was difficult on the GameCube way back in the day. 22 years later, they made it easy for Switch. I'm glad I picked it up for Switch 2T because my Switch was in my living room just collecting dust. Because we just haven't had... A good switch game in a while and if we had a good switch game it's like 60 70 bucks right and I'm playing my PlayStation right now I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy so it's one of those games is one of those things where I can't buy every video game that I want now right and I podcast about that too I have to be very careful about what I purchase now because games are just so expensive it's so it's such a premium price for gaming nowadays so when i saw the great reviews from ign metacritic and GameSpot and great and gamer rant everybody gave this game such a good score and i said okay maybe i should give this game a try 40 bucks i mean that's not bad you can't beat it so i bought it picked it up i played it i was like oh my god this game is actually fun right i missed out on this so uh my my in my 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 whole scope of the game guys pick it up it's 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 good it's really really good um ign is a good source they gave it a 10 metacritic gave it a nine i want to say a lot of game reviewer companies gave it a great score i'm giving it a great score on behalf of klp entertainment because it's just so good um the first person shooter some people are saying it's the best first person shooter on switch and it might be right um it's good it's very good i think i prefer first-person shooters from metroid than playing like the metroid uh dread right so i have metroid 3d samus returns for 3ds i haven't played that in in a while i picked it up because it was on sale and then when we went to new york they had metroid dread which game of the year nominee um it was there the nintendo store and i I remember playing the demo that they had at the Nintendo store in New York and I'm playing it and I kept dying. I was like, I don't think I'm feeling this. I don't think I'm feeling this type of Metroid. And I felt bad because I play games like this all the time and I'm just, I just wasn't feeling Metroid Dread. Not saying that that game was horrible because a lot of people love that one, but I just like, I don't like it. Right. I guess I don't like the, 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 the 2D, 3D side scroller type games i guess i'm just not interested so then when metroid prime remaster came out it was a first person shooter i played first person shooter i played then i was like okay this is the metroid i like so it really gets me excited i hope that we get to see metroid prime 4 i'm not even going to count other m i'm not going to count that one um but metroid prime 4 i think metroid prime 2 echoes is out well it's not out for switch but i if they make a remastered of, of that one which i think they will right because they just got great reviews for the first one so i think they're gonna make metro prime echoes remastered for switch as well i mean it's a no-brainer those are the type of metroid games that i like so it's good like i say my end game here it's good pick it up uh it's, it's pick up and play uh 40 bucks 
not bad, honestly. I, I'm glad they didn't say 60, T. Like, if they would have said 60 for this, that would have been there like, okay, that's greedy. Because we played this 22 years ago. This 22-year-old game for 60, 70 bucks, nah, I'm good. But for 40 bucks, eh, okay, I can see that. Probably going to be on sale soon for 30 um, maybe like a summer sale or something. So that's going to wrap it up here on the podcast here today. Thank you, as always, the staying tuned for us. Thank you, Coco, for your, your segment earlier in today's show. Uh, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the show, guys. Again, our viewership has been wonderful on our audio platforms. We're talking Our Heart Radio, Audacity, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much. You guys have been great supporters for our podcast, and you know we're, we're very happy about it. Now, if you're watching the video version on YouTube now, there's no cameras with this one, but if you're watching the video version for it, thank you. Uh, hit the subscribe button. We have our subscriber count went up within the last couple of days. So I'm very stoked about that, um, and we're very, very thankful for, for everybody. Um, so that's going to wrap it up. The Beyond Swicky podcast. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. As always, I like to say, stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace. Studio to your ears. It's the Beyond Swanky Podcast. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat 94.6 Radio Station.